Welcome to the Death and Taxes Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life's two certainties, death and taxes. My name is Brandon Ayers. I am an attorney and owner of Ayers Rock Planning, Inc., uh, where I serve people by reducing risk in their life. Sometimes it's risk of paying too high taxes. Sometimes it's risk of loss of disability or untimely death. Uh, And sometimes it's just consulting on what they might be able to do better for their business, their personal life, or for their legacy. Uh, you can always reach me out. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere these days. I'm on Twitter at Airs Rock Plans. I'm on TikTok at Airs Rock Planning. Uh, Instagram Airs Rock Planning. Uh, my website www.airsrockplanning.com. Uh, you can find me all over the place. Airs uh, Rock Planning on YouTube. And what we're doing today is we're doing episode three of our podcasting income tax bootcamp. I'm going to be talking about a few things today: deductions, exemptions credits, and exclusions. So it's a very exciting episode if you can't tell from that. Um, But what this is going to do is pair side by side with, again, the YouTube videos that are released every Tuesday. Uh, On the most recent YouTube video, I've gone over the actual tax form. And obviously that's done better in a visual medium. I can talk my way through these deductions, exemptions, credits, and exclusions and how they kind of fit on your tax return and what ones are better than others. But on the YouTube channel, I will be doing a more visual medium of actually kind of what I see is looking at the answer key of your test. Each year, you have a test called your tax return, and you can look at the answer key. So I'll be over on YouTube at Ayers Rock Planning. If you want a full immersion of this income tax bootcamp, I highly suggest you look over there and the companion YouTube video. As always, remember, although I am an attorney, I'm not your attorney. Although I uh, do hold some licensing for financial products, I am not proposing any financial product. This is all for entertainment purposes. I hope you are informed by it. I hope you learned something, but I don't know you and your situation. So I don't know if this is right for you or not. Let's get on with today's show. In the intro, when I said deductions, exemptions, credits, and exclusions, it kind of hit me like Wizard of Oz, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. And the truth is some people just by me mentioning those words would have clicked off the podcast, but I'm happy you stuck with it. What I want to get across today is a simple lesson on what is better. Would you rather receive an exemption, a deduction, a credit? And what are those things anyway? So we're actually going to start there with what are these things I'm mentioning. So let's start by defining our terms here. Let's start with exemption. Now, exemptions today are probably not that relevant. The 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which I'm talking about a lot in this income tax boot camp, it was very important for your income taxes, eliminated what's called the personal exemption, but it will come back in 2026. So an exemption is really just a reduction to what otherwise would be taxable income. So if you would get a $1,000 exemption on $100,000 of income, the income that would be taxed would be reduced by that exemption of $1,000. That's what an exemption is. Got it? Let's get to deductions. The deductions we're going to spend more time on and we'll come back a little to and they kind of come out of usually from expenses. You know, there's a medical uh, expense deduction. There's a student loan interest deduction. Uh, so you can claim really kind of, if you think of it, I've seen it put out there, adjustments to income uh, for these expense-based deductions a lot of times. So if you have $1,000 of student loan interest now, you adjust your income by that deductible expense. So again, you'd end up with $99,000 of taxable income. Now, there are itemized deductions as well. Itemized are 
uh, deductions that you qualify for that you take off of your adjusted income. So just take me at my word there for now. We're going to come back to that because there's a lot of technical terms there that you need to understand. But deductions are either adjustments to income or deductions from adjustments to income. All right, just, just hang in with it. It'll get better. It gets better, I promise. Okay, then there are exclusions. Exclusions are exactly what they sound like. They're things that are excluded from income, things that just don't count as income. They're excluded. Then there's credits. Tax credits actually go directly to your tax bill. So now your $1,000 tax credit instead of $1,000 tax deduction will actually take off just $1,000 or whatever you owed. So if you owed $10,000 of tax, you'd now pay $9,000 after you apply your $1,000 tax credit. So there we are. Quick definitions covered. Exemptions, deductions, exclusions, and credits. Let's get back to deductions here because exemptions are pretty easy. Like I said, most popular one is that a personal exemption. It doesn't exist right now, but it will come back. At latest, it will come back is 2026. Exclusions are really a specific topic for what you might have that could be excluded from your income. So it's hard to talk in general terms about it, but the definition is pretty straightforward. Now, deductions, however, there's two kinds of deductions. They're typically called above the line and below the line. Earlier, I used the terms adjustment to income and itemized deduction. Adjustment to income is above the line. The itemized or standard deduction is below the line. Now, what the heck is the line? The line just refers to the part of your tax return, the 1040, which by the way, again, on my YouTube uh, channel this week, we'll be going over that form. You'll see the line. I will point out the line. So it'll be easier to grasp visually. But what, what the line indicates is above the line, you list all of your income, wages, tips, salaries, interest. You know, sometimes there's tax-free interest, sometimes there's taxable interest, social security benefits. Some of it might be taxable retirement account distributions, all those things come up to a number, gross income. And then you have your adjustments to income. Maybe it's that student loan interest. Maybe it's other things. I can pull up a list here of the most topical above the line deductions, things that come off your gross income before any kind of itemized deductions. There's a lot of categories and I don't want to get into all of them, but um, a good example would be health insurance premiums if you're self-employed. Uh, you can you can deduct above the line your health care insurance premiums. Alimony. Oh, here's the, the most common one. I don't know why this just came to me. Your contribution to your IRA. That's a deduction above the line, right? So those are common things that you can take off of your income before anything else. So you have, you have 100 grand. Let's say you contributed $1,000 to your IRA. You can deduct that. So now you have 999,000 adjusted gross income. And we proceed to be below the line. Below the lines are itemized deductions and more and more common these days, the standard deduction. Standard deduction is just an amount that the IRS says, hey, if you don't want to itemize, if you just want to take a standard, here's the number. It's kind of like a deal or no deal, right? Here's the number we'll give you. You don't have to do any work, just take it. And a lot of people say yes to that because in uh, 2022 for a married couple, the uh, standard deduction is $25,900. Remember I talked about that on an episode ago? So most people, their itemized deductions wouldn't necessarily exceed $25,900 for a married couple. So they just take the standard deduction. That standard deduction was greatly increased by that 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, basically doubled, and it will be reduced in 2026 unless Congress acts sooner, but it will be reduced at some point. But let's say you have more than that. Let's say you're in, you're doing something. You can you can take your itemized deductions that you have to qualify for. 
So you have to have deductions that you qualify for in order to take them as itemized. And you subtract either those itemized deductions or your standard deduction from your adjusted gross income. So one of the things I'm going to get to is which one of these things would you want earlier? But even just thinking conceptually, would you rather have a $1,000 adjustment to income or above the line deduction or a $1,000 itemized deduction or below the line deduction? The answer is going to be you'd rather have that above the line adjustment to your income because you can always take the standard deduction below it. And I'll get into the math of it here in a little bit. But that's how above the line and below the line deductions work. So let's get into some, some math here on, on how this works before we wrap up and, and summarize this and put a nice bow on it for you. So let's say you have $100,000 of, of gross income as a married couple. And let's say your blended tax rate is 15%. Remember, right now I'm saying blended tax rate. If you listen to the last episode, you'd know what that means. If you don't know what it means, go back and listen to the last episode. So your blended tax rate is 15%. And let's say you have a choice of whether you want to receive a $1,000 deduction or a $1,000 credit. Question is, where would you want that deduction if you're going to take a deduction or would you prefer to get the credit? So I've run the math here. So if, let's say you say, okay, I want to take the $1,000 as an adjustment to income, above the line deduction, and then I'll just take my married filing jointly standard deduction. Let's do the math, see where you'd end up. So you have your $100,000 gross income. You'd take $1,000 off of that as an above the line adjustment to income. Then you'd take your $25,900 standard deduction and you'd multiply that number by your blended tax rate. So the math, just trust me here, comes out to $73,100. You would take 15% of that and that's what you'd owe on income tax. And that comes out to $10,965. $100,000 minus $1,000 as your above the line adjustment to income minus your $25,900 standard deduction multiplied by 15%, $10,965. Okay, that's how much tax you'd owe. Now, what if you said, hey, I just want to take it as an itemized deduction? Well, that'd be a poor move because now you just take your $100,000 gross income and now you, instead of subtracting the $25,900 and the $1,000 above the line, $25,900 below the line, all you take is the 1000 below the line and multiply that by 15%. So your tax rates go up by pretty much $4,000. Your tax you have to pay goes up by about $4,000 to $14,850. So now you're paying you know, $3,900 extra in tax just by moving your $1,000 deduction from an above the line adjusted to a below the line itemized deduction and forfeiting a standard deduction. So if you had any kind of tax advisor, I'd like to think you'd avoid this. But for people filling out their own tax return, particularly under stress, maybe right before the deadline, this happens. This does happen. Don't let it happen to you. Now, let's say you say, I want to take it as a credit, that $1,000 I'm going to take as a credit. And this is the gold medal winning option. Think about it. So now we have our $100,000 of income. We take the standard deduction at $25,900, and that's what we multiply by our, our tax rate of 15%. So now we take you know, the $100,000 minus $25,900, is $74,100. You multiply that by your tax rate and that equals $11,115. So I said this is the gold medal option, but it's higher than just taking the as an adjustment to income versus standard deduction. But no, we haven't taken anything yet. Now you apply your $1,000 as a straight tax credit, which means it's a coupon. If you owe that $11,115, you take $1,000 off your taxes. So now your taxes that you owe are $10,115. So you pay 
$850 less in tax by taking that as a tax credit rather than an adjustment to income. You just saved yourself $850. So takeaway here, as you're hearing politicians talk about tax credits, tax deductions, tax exclusions, you want it to end up as a tax credit. That is better for you as a taxpayer because you to take it against the total tax paid. It's just, it's just a mathematical thing. Think about it. Would you rather have $99,000 times 15% as your taxes? Um, let me run the math on that here. You know, so you'd owe $14,850 like we discovered. Or would you rather have your $100,000 taxed at 15%, but you get to subtract 1000 Then you only pay $14,000 in tax. Just the way the math works. Now here we've incorporated the standard deduction to it, but you want a tax credit. And there's actually in the news, politicians will use these terms interchangeably without actually meaning tax credit. Like the child tax credit is more like a deduction than it is a tax credit. Solar tax credits, however, and this is where businesses can get really innovative. This is where municipalities, uh, when they sell, when they're trying to raise revenue, they can sell tax credits or give tax credits for energy efficiency. This is where you can really deduct a lot of money that you'd have to pay from tax. I shouldn't use the word deduct there because now it gets confusing with deduction. You can really lessen the amount of tax that you pay. So the lesson, summary, deductions reduce your taxable income. Other than the standard deduction, they come out of your expenses. So you can choose whether you're going to take the standard deduction or all your itemized deduction for below the line deductions. And you can, either way, you can also take adjustments to income above the line deductions because they're above the line. They come at a different spot on the form. It's the practical matter of the form. Credits, however, reduce your taxes as a direct way. So a credit is always going to be more valuable than your deduction if they're the same amount. Does that all make sense here? I hope it does because that's this episode. Deductions, exclusions, exemptions, and credits. Now you know what you want. A, gold medal, you know, putting their hand over their heart, singing the national anthem tax credits, silver medal, adjustments to income so you can still take that large standard deduction or take advantage of large itemized deductions if that's what you want or fits you. Third place is itemized deductions only. That's the bronze medal. Fourth place is doing nothing and just paying tax on your entire gross income without any adjustments. So that's that. Please reach out to me. Twitter, Ayers Rock Plans. TikTok, Ayers Rock Planning. YouTube, Airs Rock Planning. Instagram, Airs Rock Planning. And again, if you want the full deep dive into this, please join us on YouTube for the Companion uh, Income Tax Bootcamp. Visually, this week we'll be covering the tax form and above the line and below the line will be much easier to understand when you can visually see it on the form. That's it for this week. Everybody have a good day. Stay safe. Be kind to each other. Adios.